Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Muy caliente. Nacho Supreme. Marcos, I just want you to come without the shirt. Muy excelente guapo sombrero. I'm so glad I took middle school Spanish. You know <laughs> this is us when we drink in Mexico and see a hot guy. I don't so uh, I don't think it's that we're not bad. that bad. We're not that bad. We do hit on our servers. Yeah, that's again. that part. We, but yes, we're not that bad. Muy caliente. Just stop, lady. Oh, y'all don't pull over. We got the London. What? Don't pull over. What? Oh, I, oh. Don't. How did I hear that before you? Because you're sitting by the window. I have bat-like ears as well. Oh God, <laughs> you're drinking tea and your eyes are crazy. <laughs> You're on, a, you're on the last leg before you crash tonight. I am. The, the jet lag's up. Yo, look, this is below dick. Below dick. Sailing yacht. We're BDSM. In, we're in London town. Jolly old London. So uh, we're still here. So if it sounds different, bear with us. A foggy day in London town. It is kind of. I mean, it's rainy. And me serious. Had me down. I wish it was foggy. That'd Suddenly. Be- God. I see you there. You can't have any more tea. Foggy day in London town. The Uh-oh. sun was shining everywhere. You're going to have sex tonight, I can tell. Yes. It's in you tonight. <laughs> or it's going to be in you tonight. I got the piano cat crazies. You were, wow. you were making appointments while I was watching the show, weren't you? <laughs> Let's see. I can squeeze you in here. <laughs> You know, my fuck card's quite full tonight. All right, everybody. Below deck sailing Below deck yacht. sailing yacht. You guys, if you are in, speaking of, we're in London to do, to speak on a panel uh, about reality TV tomorrow. If you're in, if you're at the. Uh, Actually, today when this airs. Oh, fuck. And also. I, I can, I'm not responsible is, for also, the Also, this is going to be airing in the U.S., so I think this might be on Wednesday night at like 11.30 p.m. in London, so it's all... So never mind, our, so, po- our <laughs> podcast meetup already happened. <laughs> Maybe you can go back in time if you got a DeLorean. I can't be, I can't be bothered I with can't, all of this time change. If it wasn't for apps on my watch, I'd have to count back eight hours every we're time. We're recording... We're recording for, for what us. It's Tuesday afternoon. Yes, yep. but for it's Tuesday afternoon and back. But the show will. You're going to get the podcast on Tuesday Wednesday. Morning. They're it's going to drop on Wednesday morning. This is ridiculous. Yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> I hate this. I hate talking about it. I hate having to think about it. It makes me. It makes my brain go in circles. My y'all, I'm so fucking jet lagged. I don't. I don't sleep on planes. My circadian rhythms are all fucked up. I'm. Fu- I can tell. I'm fucked up too. Actually, yeah. yeah. We're 
Because we're, we're 11 hours different from our we're time. We're a mess. We're eight hours different from our time. We're, and you know what? As I said, uh, probably right now, if I was on that boat, some bitch would look at me and say, yeah, you look your age. <gasps> that okay. was the best line that of the quote. That was one of my tea bags. <laughs> and I think, I think I just need to tell you exactly how it went. When she said that. Oh, uh, where oh. is it? Where is it? Oh, my God. I died. Oh, here he goes. Oh. The one girl's like, how old do I look? Y'all this never is, give a truthful answer, no, number one. This is a game. This is a game that everybody wants to be played, and we know this. Don't ask your friends how old you look. You can maybe ask them to volunteer some things. If you're like, so-and-so thought I was like, so-and-so, so-and-so thought I was just 31. And your friend's like, oh my God, you look 31. Unless you have that bitch friend, me, who says, no, I think you can all look your age. Y'all, that woman, she, she's like, how old do you think I look? She's like, I don't know, 30. Or she said, tw- you don't, you look in your 20s. That was a lie. <laughs> that, that was a lie. That, <laughs> that was, was a lie. That was a bold-faced lie. But you've got, I say, you want to, depending on the friend, if they're a realistic friend, what's wrong? No, I'm just looking outside because I hear clicking. Oh, if you're uh, <laughs> my spidey senses oh are God. way overtuned. Oh, if you're if your friends are more realistic, friend like someone uh, that you feel like you can be truthful with, take off five years. If it's someone that's completely delusional, like when Jake asks, I take off eight. Yeah, so that's what you want to do. As I would expect Jake to take off eight for me because I'm delusional about my age too. Because y'all know how much skin. But cream I'm put on, on. But I'm pretty honest. I don't. I don't think you look your age. I honestly don't think you do either. I'll be 100 percent honest. <gasps> wow. It's older. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. No, really. So, I think I think you def. I actually think you look like you could be in your mid 30s. I mean that. I'll take it. I mean that. I, hey. You wouldn't get so much dick if you look old and, and old and crepey. <laughs> They'd it's, be like, "It's crepey, the old gay mascot." <laughs> wave, wave high to crepey kids again, y'all. Hey boys, hey boys. If I'm if poodles right, I'm I'm telling you, y'all. After seeing all the noses on statues in London. Poodle uh, is royalty. I believe they, it 100%. They think, they think, they think they're going to have the full English with they, me. They do. Ooh. I'm telling you, you've got to research That's this. That's what they called me in boarding school. In boarding school. <laughs> Hello, Chauncey. <laughs> I'm telling you, we could be doing this in a castle right now, your family's Ooh. castle. You're not fucking the right people. Oh. You're not doing your lineage. you got to get on this you for know, me. I could be. We're I in could, a shoebox of a hotel room. I could room. be married to a lord who had, who who's... Whose predecessors were Nazi sympathizers? You could, <laughs> and have a and have a guest home in Argentina. Oh. Instead, oh. we're in a shoebox of a room in London. <laughs> Y'all, I'm not lying. <laughs> this room that he's in, because we're in his room. Mine is a little bigger because I just opted for the bigger. Yeah, bed because if it sounds like I was we're... gonna, I wasn't gonna fuck in a tiny bed. No, and if it sounds like we're doing this show under a kitchen cabinet. We or basically are in a rat cage. Yeah, we basically are. The rooms are nice. They are just. Tiny. The bed's comfortable when I sleep. I'll get say that. Um, uh, but I just need to say this bitch said, oh. "I think you look your age, which is forty something." And the woman went, "What? What? <laughs> yeah, well, because she first said you look forty three, and she said that's my age. She's like, yeah, you look your age. I, I, Push that bitch off the boat. You might as well have slapped her across the face <laughs> oh. with a tampon. Yes." <laughs> Yes, that's that is what you, you, you metaphorically oh, did to this woman. That is horrible. <laughs> Don't find a new friend. I agree. There's just something. I think we can be realistic about our ages, but not on that boat with a bunch of women around. That is humor. That is humor. Me. Talk. That's a good point. There is what we actually should. I've watched many a Dove ad commercial. We should be realistic about our ages, especially with people that we trust and feel comfortable with, because some people are have a thing about it. And but when you're on a fucking boat on television with this eight is other not, women, this is not a safe space. No, no, that was well, not so, the time. No, that friend was insensitive. Yes, and she got what she did. She got a tongue lashing from that woman. 
Now, she was honestly, she was gaslit by the younger friend, too. She was. Who told her she was in her 20s. She was. She so was. I would ask, who is the worst friend here? <laughs> is it true? The one who fills you full of hot air or the one who deflates you with a pen? Oh. I don't know. I think I, I enjoy think false the first, confidence. I think the first friend might be the worst friend. Maybe. And is she the same one that wanted Marcos in the hot tub? I don't. They were all the same to me. They, I really confused this, them too. I was just like was, white woman, white woman, white woman. Except for the woman who belly flopped when she on the rope swing. I, I loved her because uh, she tried her the best. In there. <laughs> I remember, oh, jumping off at Elephant Rock at Lake Murray in front of everybody my junior year. But you, We went out there for Becky Drummond's <laughs> birthday party. I didn't want to get on probably, the boat. You probably. <laughs> you know how I feel about boats. You probably didn't. Or you, lakes. It probably didn't hurt you so bad because you had a t-shirt on, though. It was cold. <laughs> it was July in Oklahoma. The water was cold. So it Y'all know like, I got cold when I swim. It didn't completely chafe your belly. No, no, but it did. It was... It was a long fall, and you know when you under the water and you still hear everyone go, fuck, <laughs> that it was pretty loud. I will say, there is nothing funnier than someone belly flopping oh. or falling into the oh. water. Oh, I could watch an hour of that. I love watching it, I, but I've been on the other side. I've been on the other side. We had this boy who we would go to the lake with, with a rope swing. And he was afraid, much like Jennifer, mm-hmm. of jumping in. He did a couple false starts. Yeah. And he did something that was almost similar to what she did, but he also could not swim. Oh. Uh, his name like, was Mitchell. Like my father. And, yes. He, your father couldn't swim? No, he finally learned later in life because he got a pool, but my grandma was too scared of it. She wouldn't let any of the kids, none of them know how to swim except for my Uncle Andy. And I think Aunt Peggy got a pool and I'm taught sorry herself. sorry I asked. Yeah, actually, I don't think Aunt Peggy even knows how to swim, and she has that big that big pool. Why would... Why she lost her lip. It'd just be floating in there. She couldn't get it. Why would Why would a parent do that to their children? Because my... My grandma, that's why they were on welfare. She was too frightened to go and work. She only worked at the Kentucky Fried Chicken across the street because she was worried somebody was going to molest her children. Wow. Unpack so, that. Yeah. <laughs> or that they go away just because she loved her father so much. And then when she was in her 20s, he was in a car wreck outside of Amarillo. A semi hit him and just killed him instantly. And she never got to say goodbye. <laughs> that's absurd story. And this has been generational trauma. <laughs> that's when with they, Maddie and Poodle. It's true. That's when they were on their way to California because the Dust Bowl has completely wiped out okay. every economic I can't thing. Can't talk the about the Dust Bowl. Well, I'm today. just saying, grapes of wrath, y'all. <laughs> grapes of wrath. I, have you seen that movie? Boring. But the, I need to watch it the now. The last, the last scene of that movie. I should watch it now. Where they're starving, and the the woman gets out her boob to that older child. Yeah. I remember watching it in uh, high school, and I was very bored by it, but I was in high school. And then at the end, you went, boobs! Boobs! <laughs> boobs, y'all! Uh, where was I? But I just, I, just, I just thought that woman was... That I that needed to, that, that, to me, was the moment of this episode. I agree. It was my favorite moment. And then just kind of, brutality. I wanted more from this charter. I thought they were going to be terrible. You know what? I think they were prepared to be because they these are previous charter guests. However, Marcos took such good care of these people, oh. even with tons and tons of specs for their food that it were, you know. As one sissy said, and I agree, thank God finally someone is, someone on this boat recognized the hotness that is Marcos. Oh, I think people have said that he's hot, but these women... No, these are the first women, women to, like, catcall at him like we and would. to be honest, you know, we we catcall men on the show. We may throw a few epithets toward them, but I was... I, I think I was most uncomfortable with her, like, broken Spanish when she was talking to him. That was a little, like... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Like, I have no problem with, men, with women objectifying men, but there was, a, there was something about it that felt... And this is me saying this. It just didn't feel good. It was more not so much. I didn't care so much that she, I know I should, but I didn't care that she was objectifying him as much as a man. But she was uh, objectifying or othering his culture, yeah, or, and and making assumptions about him. Like she probably just thought he was. She probably 
thought she, he was Mexican or something. Like yeah. she didn't know any. It well, just, I, I think uh, it goes. I it, agree. It was gross. It's a little bit back like the last chef. It's like, where's my chef? Yeah. That woman. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so that was that was a tea bag for me. Uh, yeah. But what was, what's your first tea bag? <laughs> um, my this per- episode had lots of good good lines for me. It it had good lines, not, not a lot, lot of happened. plot points, but yeah. good lines. Um, I just want to say, look, I know that it's. I I just can't believe that in this day of Me Too, and I know boating, I keep telling my brain, boating's well, a different thing. Me Too was five years ago, sadly. That's true. We, we wonder if things changed. If, but but now, seeing, now, now things did, but who knows? Seeing Gary just kind of go up to Scarlett and just kiss her on her neck yeah. on the boat, I just that made me cringe because it was just, well, you just met her. They hooked up the night before, though. They did? Yeah. They were kissing. I guess they were kissing. Yeah. Wait, they were? I thought this was the first time they kissed. No, they would they were they were kissing I before. I watched that. I don't remember yeah. that. They were they were kissy kissy before. Okay, that makes it a little better. Yeah. Or a lot better. I didn't like it. Felt I missed weird. that. It I felt, don't remember that. It felt weird for Sorry, I'm jet lagged. It, it feels felt, like three weeks. It felt weird for me to be during duty. Yeah, yeah it just that, felt so Yeah. Ugh. I think, though, and this is, I'm not saying that she's asking for it by any means. She is giving him the green light. Oh, you know, y'all, whenever he said, uh, I think I have a little crush on you, and her response was, this was a, well, well, is this a poodle move where she said the feeling might be mutual? Or what would you say if a guy said, I think I'm having, a, getting a crush on you? Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Hmm. What are we gonna do about that? Oh Jesus! What do we do about that? <laughs> Maybe I could say the feelings mutual. You'll have to prove it to me later. What? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I asked. I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> Yo, I'm keyed the fuck up you, with these bo- with these British are... boys, with these bearded, beautiful Yo. British boys. The BBBBs everywhere. Who are going to give you the BB. Who are going to give me the BB. Uh, so I saw someone brought her BBD. economy size Costco uh, prep. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, sir, this won't fit in your bag. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> I have to take five a day. I have a feeling. It's a rainbow. Oh, really? There's a rainbow and it's over the church. Oh, really? A rainbow in London. I am high as a kite you on, are. on English breakfast. Oh, isn't that nice? Look at that. That is gorgeous. You... I just had a moment. Oh, good. Shut up. <laughs> it is. You're not going to dinner tonight, are you? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll have I might have spotted dick for the, for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Wow. Let's talk about the show so I can kind of get myself yeah, back into We got to get this cuz yeah. Y'all, there's all these Ethan Hawke looking motherfuckers all <sighs> over the city. Not Ethan Hawke right. now. No. What's your next Ethan, back? Ethan Hawke in like before sunrise and reality oh my bites. God. Whew. Just And if you know if you you know <sighs> what it did to you when you watched Ethan Hawke in reality bites. Yes, he was a douche, but we all remember what it was like when we saw Troy. You never saw that movie, did you? No, it was go- uh, uh, it was uh, grunge. People watched it, and I didn't want to watch that. <laughs> I was too busy watching you know, the, uh, people, the. You say I'm a snob. You were a snob. Oh, I was. I was totally a snob in high school, for uh, sure. My besides, I was watching the new version of uh, Gypsy with Bette Midler in high school. That's what I loved. <laughs> Branching out, still my favorite normal. Gypsy. Yes. Uh, so. I liked it when the when the charter guests that they were talking about making food and and the charter guests like he can do whatever he wants and I went that's a good policy yes just let the man do what he wants I mean have your restrictions but oh Jesus wow later on you know what y'all that's the show (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back later when Poodle's been calmed. Later on, they said, tonight is wigs and sequins. Also a good policy. <laughs> I enjoy that. I enjoy But I, can we talk about these wigs? Oh, my God. I Thank you for saying this. I thought this was going to be like, I thought these were going to be wigs that weren't joke wigs. 
I mean, no, because look. These were rave wigs that you buy from Amazon. We bought just wretched, janky-ass wigs. Yeah. Many of them. These were not Vivica Fox collection quality. And this is, y'all, when you wear wigs like this, it almost says you're making fun of wig wearing. Yes. In general. Wig wearing is serious. You know what? I'm glad you brought this up, y'all. Wig wearing is a is a real thing, and it needs to be acknowledged and respected. And respected, it is an art form, and it is a legitimate form of expression. And if you have a problem, and you're walking around wearing joke wigs, you might want to process that. Or if you want to get respect, even, respect the strands, even get a colored wig, but make it not look like us that you bought it. Three for a dollar at Party City. Again, a Vivica Fox wig is nineteen ninety nine. That's true, and they're wonderful. It is not human hair. No, um, no, but they no. they could pass in dim lighting for real hair. For sure, <laughs> for sure. Especially the shorter ones. They're affordable. That are chunky. They look very real. Yeah. I have several Vivica Fox collection wigs. <laughs> they look wonderful on you. Um, anyway, I just, I had a problem with this. because I, bothered these me. Were, and, and the way that the women were wearing them was not respectful at all. No. They were jutted off to the side. No. And then Captain, Captain Glenn saying, where's my wig? And they just brought him some Mylar. I'm sorry. Right. These were people at, this. these are wigs that people at a rave have. Yeah, I... I just want to think about, y'all, there are wig makers out there doing their best, <laughs> and they look at this, and it's just hurtful. You gotta take a, you gotta stand for something, or you'll fall for anything. <sighs> As... You gotta stand for something, or you'll fall for anything. Um, I don't know who sings that song. I don't, Kenny Chesney? Am no. I wrong? I don't know. I, I don't know that song. I've heard it before. Something about be a puppet on a string? Oh, I thought so. It's Aaron Tippin. Oh. Really buff guy. Why Why was he part of my sexual awakening? Um, you know. <laughs> you know, if that's not, not a question to ask. Well, you like know, saying, why was the sky blue? It's He was hot to me because he looked like Alan Jackson. No, he so, didn't. He's no, no. brunette. Yeah, Aaron he did. Tippin. He looked like Alan Jackson. Aaron Tippin is dark haired. No, no, no. Our neighbor, Alan Jackson. They, <laughs> no, no, they did. They lived right behind us. It was because their daughter, Katie Jackson, is the one who used to watch me play color guard. Her dad, I just saw him the other day because Katie's son graduated from middle school uh, high, or graduation. <laughs> She's the one that started Ardmore Pride, Katie Jackson. I, I would like to explain. <laughs> To all non-country music sissies who even heard of Alan Jackson before, like like British sissies or international sissies, Alan Jackson is a very noted country singer. Yes, oh yeah. And when he said yeah. he looked, when Aaron he said Aaron Tippin looked like Alex, uh, 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 looked like Alan Jackson. I said, "What's wrong with you?" No, he doesn't. No, but he was talking about. Sorry to explain the joke. He was talking about a man he yeah, knew, Aaron named, Tippin. He was buff. Ooh, he was Mama really like. buff. But yeah, that he, uh, was absurd. We no, need to move on. If I showed you a picture of Alan Jackson, or Alan, you would you would look the same. I, we need to move on. He and his wife Debbie finally just got divorced too. After like finally, <laughs> well, twenty years of being separated. Oh, I see. My dad dated Debbie. It didn't go well. Well, your father. God rest his soul. Didn't have a really good track record. He did. The, I think he was into her more than she was into him. So anyway, what's your next tea bag? That's not about Ooh. Alan Jackson, your neighbor. You know, speaking as of, opposed to the country singer. Speaking of Debbie, his oh, ex-wife. God. No, this where was, am I? This reminded me of. Um, there's a mother Debbie on this boat. Her the mother mother's name is Debbie, and I have to say. I loved her sequin. This looked like a boating sequin jacket that she was wearing with the black and the gold kind of nautical. This was well thought out. Again, it was ruined by this wig, but <laughs> I, her wig was the worst of all. But I really, really enjoyed her jacket. It looked like something you and I would wear when we start going to dinner in our 60s. Yes. In I, Palm Springs, for I, sure. I can't reiterate how appalled I was by the wigs. When they said wigs and sequins, yeah. I, I thought beehives, maybe. Come on. But this was... Like, give him a Captain Hook wig. He's a captain. Make a thing of it. Yeah, it's really awful. It's, it's horrible. Awful. 
What's your next tea bag? That was it. Mother Debbie's jacket. That was literally my tea bag. I loved it. That jacket needed its own point. I'm in a parallel universe. Um, you know what? We should you should figure out where you are and break. we're gonna take a commercial. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back from London. We're not, back from not, London. We're not back from London. We're no. back <laughs> while doing the podcast yes. in London. We didn't travel no. 11 hours in the space of that break. No. Is there still a rainbow outside? There is. Oh, that's good. 
I want to go. That's a sign. I want to slide down that and onto a dick. And- <laughs> wow, boy, you're. You know what? All the, the thing about it is, they're very hot here. I, guys. It only got worse after I banged someone earlier in the tr- on the. In well, the trip. he served you tea afterwards. He you did. said, "Yo, know, get you a British boy who gives you." Well, he served me tea before, and he said, "Please take your tea with you while you leave." And that's, lock up on the way out. That's so nice. I know. So nice. It was great because Oh God. I, I had I said, I'm gonna be somewhere. And he's like, Me too. So we both uh I'm like, I'm going to a wedding, which was true. Which was true. And he's like, I'm going out with friends tonight. So it was the perfect which thing. You don't care if that's true. I don't care. He did get a call like when we were screwing around and he got up to answer it. Because he was waiting for friends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But we were it, it, it was happening during a time that was a natural break in oh, the Oh, not like coitus. the time where I was giving a blowjob and the guy looked on no. his phone. Yeah. No, it was a time where we were... We were, we were I don't need the details. <laughs> I, we you were know adjusting what? positions. That, that is fine. That. That's fine. <laughs> oh, my you, God. You couldn't breathe because your head was in the pillow for too long <laughs> and he had to, like, take you out to get air. <laughs> we gotta go we're gonna get an apple podcast review about they're funny but they talk about sex so much this episode needs to be marked disgusting you know what though <laughs> i enjoy i'm not gonna say who but we we had a lunch today with some friends and they were all women and they were talking about poodle's gift and you know what they said they said but you know what i appreciate about your show and i, I we said what and they said you say the things that women think, but we don't get to say because it's yeah, not polite for a woman to say it. Guys. So we'll be gross for you. And you know what? Fuck all that shit, y'all. Fuck it. You can. You know, if being impolite is being frank about sex, fuck that. Fuck that. Politeness isn't that. No. If you're in a group of women and 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 some some woman's like, oh my god, let's not talk about that. First of all, you can say, who invited Brenda? Yeah. <laughs> who invited Brenda? <laughs> And also, Brenda hasn't had an orgasm right. in 10 years. And you should say, stick around, Brenda. Maybe you'll learn something. <laughs> Hashtag, who invited Brenda? Who invited Brenda? <laughs> Let's put that on a shirt. We really need to update our merch. Oh, it's your next. Who invited Brenda to this Arbon party? Uh, oh, I do like some Arbon products. I love it. Don't mention. I don't want to talk about MLA. I MLMs already have my person who gives me stuff. Don't come at me. I don't want to do that. I got my seller. So. Funnily enough, my Alan Jackson's cousin. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> my next tea bag. Yes, is I thought of you when I saw this. What? Gary wants a stew to go with them on the tender to serve drinks, and obviously because Scarlett's the most inexperienced, he thinks that that's going to be there. Daisy says, "I'm going to go with him to prove a point." And I thought of you with wanting to prove. <sighs> I <points. laughs> I wrote down, Daisy's going to be a mar. I wrote that down too because. She's right, because uh, actually, I didn't know the situation. So as they were talking, because c- Daisy is saying, this is there's no point for someone on us to be here. You can just serve drinks. Right. And Gary's trying to say, no, no, d- it looks unprofessional. No, no, we need. And he's like, and he does try to say, I'm just more concerned about the guest. Right. And so, which Daisy's like, fuck you. I'm, the head- I'm always thinking about the guest. And when they were talking, I kind of thought, you know, Daisy, I think Gary's right. You should be professional. Cut to they're on a fucking inflatable raft, life raft. There's no reason for Daisy. And it, as she was on there going, just acting like she, Daisy was acting like she was fucking Gwyneth Paltrow serving uh, drinks on that international flight on that movie where she was a flight attendant. Just so proud. You from the top? Yes, I loved that movie. I never saw that film. I just know I remember the the movie poster of it. Yes, and so she was just sounds like a porn. Wow, (laughs) but she did that with such, uh, with such, uh, just I'm gonna not only serve them, I'm gonna be so just uppity and formal as I'm on this fucking lifeboat. She, well done. She is interesting to me because. She'll have professionalism one moment or be a good manager, and then the next oh, minute boy. be that's one of my tea bags, be so unprofessional talking to Scarlett about things that Gary did. So that was one of my tea. I'm glad that was a great way to bring that it's up. It's just that's not a good managerial so tactic. It's not at all. And I'm what my tea bag, I wanted to ask you because honestly, I don't know the answer. 
Why? Why is Scarlett bringing this up? Because a lot of people, you said that you feel like they're kind of just trolling people, lighthearted trolling people with About Gary and Daisy and their saying, relationship. Going public. They're not together. So you don't think they're together. And actually, I don't really think they are either. No. So then why is she so upset at Gary and going off? Like, what is up? I, I don't know. They've been working together too long. And they're the same person. They are very much alike, yes. Uh, although he's more professional than she is. Um, uh, well, well, I'll actually, say this. Except for with, that him fucking everyone, but on the... <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a weird way, his professionalism ends when it goes, when it comes to, when the guests are... Yeah, who, I agree. He, but, and J- Daisy will falter with that, but I feel like what you see with him is what you get. And yeah. sometimes Daisy has to play. Now, she's having to, she's got a harder job in some ways where it's dealing with the guests and the stews. Yeah, whereas Gary can kind of, he's adjust, but he's, he can make his own schedule. Everyone's going to love him. Everyone's going to love him. And I think Daisy really plays the hand she's dealt well because there, there is, she's not loved entirely, but mm. people like her a lot more than a lot of the other chief stews we've had. No, I, and, I like Daisy a lot. Uh, she, she, she runs hot and cold for me. It's just, um, I, I like her. I would not want to work for her. No. I think it would be very stressful. Um, and ironically, I can see why her, and even though Gabriella left, Gabriella was kind of the same way too, where she'd be hot and cold. I see how they can relate. Yeah. And honestly, she was on What's What Happens Live after this episode. Who? Gabriella. Uh, Gabriella. And she was talking about, she's like, I really didn't know that Ashley hated me the whole time. <laughs> She didn't. She did. She's like when I saw watched the show. She's like I just didn't know the the extremity of her hate for me, <laughs> and she said it in a way. But she actually said that she's like I think Daisy handled the whole situation the best she could. Well, that's um, good. Yeah, but I guess when you're that young, you're that clueless. How could you know that she can't st- not know that she can't I stand think you? Gabriella was in a. In a dinner of or, her own yeah. issues, but I want to talk about that kind of idea of when you're working, especially when you're new or the youngest and the greenest. And a lot of times, your managers there won't be boundaries sometimes, especially when you're working in small groups of people. Mm-hmm. I worked at a golf course grill oh, with women. Don't you even, oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm not going on in Oklahoma, <laughs> rant about Alan Jackson. This goes with it. But what I'm saying is I work there with a woman, these two women, there were both, one was in her late 30s and one was in their, her probably late 40s. They'd both been married before. I knew every detail about both of these women's relationships and divorces. Mm-hmm. And I was 20 years old. I worked in college. Mm. And I, I, would, I would listen to her mar- what, what, one of the current marital problems, and I was just like, yeah, that's tough. And I was just this 20-year-old <laughs> gay boy while we were serving hamburgers at a golf course grill, and they just opened up to me because that's what happens when you're serving. Now, do, do I think this was professional? No. But once you get in a small space like that mm-hmm. where you have a coworker, they they – really push each other's buttons and yeah. both daisy and gary have short fuses um yes and they but yeah. in a way that's good because you get it out they let things go yeah but i've got to say that that point where gary said i'm sorry daisy i was a shit to you and daisy's like what's going on right here that's all it takes that's all it takes for him to say, you had a right to be angry. Yeah. He validated and, her anger, and it, she's like, it's done. Don't worry about it. And weirdly, even if he didn't apologize, I'm glad he did. The next day, because both of them would know fine. they're good at their jobs, mm-hmm. they would be fine. Yeah. Which is the difference between last season's Below Deck and even last season's Below Deck Med. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a trust in knowing that when you're yeah. working as a team, they, you, if you know no matter what, you trust the job will get done. But if you right. don't trust the job, totally. Um, what's your next tea bag? Um, I let's see. We talked about that. Oh, there's one quote. They have these at PF Chang's, and they're so good. They're so good. <laughs> um, oh! 
Y'all, I get it. You might not have had duck very much. We just had duck here. But if you are scared to eat I don't want to eat a duck, duck. It's the same thing as fucking chicken. It, the I'm not is, saying the, the taste, no, but no, I'm no. saying... I understand what you're saying. What, I, I would say I'd go the other way and say... So why don't you? I guarantee you, they eat chicken like it's going out of style. Yes, and I would ask. They eat beef. We see them eat right. beef. I would ask, what's the difference? Do you think a, that a duck is cute, or you had a stuffed Cause, duck? Because you one thought point? Donald Duck is cute, whereas that the rooster from Looney Tunes, no one gives a shit about him. And what's like, his name? Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn. I say, 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 I say <laughs> no one cares about me. <laughs> I might have been modeled after a southern racist general. Yeah. <laughs> Eat me up. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we don't care. It is interesting. It's, and that just shows you how completely irrational our food fears are. And uh, it's kind of like... I've seen this with people with venison. They're like, oh, I can't eat a deer. It's beautiful. Deer are just big rats when you live in Oklahoma. They, deer, and they're, they're deer are they're, overpopulated yes, where I grew up. The same, same. They get in your trash. It's ter- It's like, a, might as well be a possum or an armadillo. Don't know if we actually go that far. but I'm just saying. They you are, drive on a road where a, there's deer running in front of you for four hours when you yeah. have to get somewhere, you'll think differently about them. In a lot of areas, deer are very overpopulated, which is why deer season for hunting is usually the longest season uh, in hunting in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. So I'm sure some and of quail the- season's only one day sometimes. Really? Yeah. I've never even seen a quail, I don't think. Oh, quail hunting is big in South Carolina. Yeah, no, we don't have a lot of quail. We do deer and then uh, hog. Yeah, hog is big. There's hog hunting because you know hogs you, are mean. You know how you kill a hog, right? Uh, tell it to lie down? <laughs> I don't know. No, you stab it in the neck. Oh, oh, you shoot it and then you No, stab- you don't shoot one. You stab it. You wait for the hog to come to you and you yeah. just find it and stab it in the neck? Yeah. But what if they? I think a, you do. I think you do shoot it. Because and I think because boars have tusks and they'll like. Yo, fucking, we should have given a trigger warning about yeah, about yeah, hunting we animals. Anyway, we'll move on. Yeah. The, you know what? We'll drop this. Look at the rainbow. Oh. It <laughs> oh, just imagine oh, it's a dog. It's cute. It just imagine poodle sliding down that <laughs> river to a pot of dick. Harder. Wow. Wow. Um, this episode's off the rails. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, I don't think I have. So I talked any about other... Daisy. Um, They're racing, y'all. We're going to race a boat. Barnaby's yes. excited. Barnaby's got a hard on for racing. Well, he just wants to live the life and yeah. he doesn't really want to work. Oh, I know what my teabag is. You forgot about this. I know you have opinions. Let's talk about. The Scarlett and Ashley conversation, because Scarlett goes up to Ashley and basically, y'all, this is going to backfire on Scarlett. Scarlett thinks that Ashley is a rational thinking woman, or she's just covering her ass, but she's like, yeah, Gary's, you know, he's coming on to me really strong. Does that bother you? And you see Ashley's face kind of just go, and she's just screaming in her head. Bitch, 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 bitch. No, but, it's going to be really bad. It's going to be bad, but she's just kind of like, uh, you can do it if you want to. You know, y'all, when Daisy warned you that. If your girlfriend, if you, if you, a girl who you, who's hooked up with the guy you're seeing or hooked up to the guy you're going to hook up with says, you can hook up with him if you want to. Now, granted, that does not mean do it's it. It's not. Now, granted, they're not friends at all. No, they're not. They're not even acquaintances. But they're co workers. They're co workers. To me, is even more dangerous. Y'all, because here's the deal. Scarlet is a woohoo girl. She is. And, she is. And I'm I'm a little I'm a little concerned that knowing that there are only three charters left, I think you can on the boat, you can have your fun, but every woman on the boat, probably some of the men are saying this is already an untenable situation with it, Ashley and also 
Gary is enmeshed really, with Daisy. Yeah, it's, it's really so, pretty unprofessional. And, and professional Gary. So really. uh, you might you might want to remove yourself from the equation because I guarantee you there are better men than Gary and better dicks. So if you if you can think about getting your rocks off later, but I don't think. I don't think Scarlett is really in that moment. I think she joined yachting to have a good time. I so, mean, again, why isn't anybody? Which is fine. And, yeah, exactly. I mean, Gary is—he's cute. Don't get it. We're we're totally into him, but no one's going to dick you down like Marcus or Colin. Colin has a girlfriend, so he's not going to. Do oh, that. then Marcos is the way. I would agree. I think Marcos this is, is the way. too professional. Yeah, God, but he just smiles, and all his teeth are perfect. I know. Wow. I know. Wow. Um, that's all I've got. Uh, I wanted to talk about that. I just wanted to mention a great quote. Boy, typical hashtag so Ashley of, yeah, she's fine. I just have to tell her what to do all the time. And, and it's, it's exhausting. Wait, so she's already throwing Scarlet under the bus. Yeah. Do that's you think they're going to have a riff or do you think Scarlet's going to play dumb and let it roll off of her. If Scarlet is smart, which I don't know if she is yet, she will know that it's better to keep Ashley as a friend and stay on her good side for the next three charters. And not fuck around with Gary? I think she thinks she can do both. You can't not, but, with, not with Ashley. But, however, Ashley will not go at Scarlet to her face. No, she won't. Because, and Scarlett is a little savvy because she makes herself, Ashley is never going to punch down. Yes. So, because uh, she's too afraid to. Yeah. Um, so she's going to, she'll, she'll, be, she'll be loving being, in her mind, superior to Scarlett. So yes. she's going to kind of take pity on her. Yeah. In a way. But she'll talk bad about her with other people. But in their own relationships, I think they could have a good working relationship. I think so too, actually. Yeah. He if might, she, she plays might, it right. She might treat her like shit if she winds up hooking up with Gary, but that will that won't be Scarlet will be smart saying, Yeah, I just did it was stupid and, and Ashley and then all then they will bond. And she'll bitch about Gary. Yeah. That I think I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, that would, that's what I would do. But not I'd say, today. Oh my god, I hooked up with Gary. What am I doing? Sister, help it's me. Not happening today. Not have Scarlet get your ass down there to the laundry. <laughs> That's my Daisy. Okay. <laughs> that was really funny, honestly. Scarlet, when, I love it when she says, "And here's the main saloon." Uh, the saloon. When Daisy says saloon. <laughs> Such an Irish drawl. She's like, "Here's our main saloon." Scarlet says again that she feels like Daisy has a vibe from him, and it's freaking out. But I, I kind of feel like that's all fraudacity. I think they're just playing that up. I think they've – neither of them would ever really do it because neither no. of them are really interested in the other. They love – Gary loves messing with Daisy in that way, and in a way, Daisy – this sounds like a really terrible dig towards Daisy, but – Daisy would never be vulnerable enough to Gary to say, if we did hook up, it, we, it would be a good time. No. So, never. so, never. So, Gary knows that, which is why he can play that way. And it's the way he can get. See, Gary, that to make friends with a woman is so rare for Gary. Yeah. And so that's why he cherishes his relationship with, uh, with Daisy. You're in love with Gary, aren't you? I think all of us are a little in love with I Gary. I, I asked you yeah. that because I knew my answer. I think all of us God, are. God, he's such a dog, but he's just so hot and charming. I think there's a quality to his confidence that we are attracted to. And he doesn't... When he does fuck up and get shitty, he almost always apologizes for it. Yeah. And I... I, there's something about him that is compelling to watch. He's and just so comfortable in his own skin. That's it. It really yeah. is just hot. 
Uh oh. Did somebody knock on the door? I think it was. Maybe clicked and dump. I um, think that's the show. I think it's just my neighbor getting railed in the other side. I heard him this morning having Shut sex. Up. Oh, yeah. The walls were thin. Either he was watching porn, but I think he was actually having sex. With a girl or guy? I, yeah, I think with the woman. <laughs> otherwise, well, that's no fun. Otherwise, I would hear harder. And I would go, <laughs> why does that sound like Jake? And then I'd suddenly hear, ooh, or whatever. And then, and then just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then me reaching down to get the ice pick. Yes. It's basic instinct style. Yes. And then, and then I don't murder all of them. And then I hear, <laughs> my eyes have seen the glory. I went, oh, yeah, that's Jake. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right, everybody. On that, this was a fun show to talk about today. <laughs> it was. I had fun. Can't, what a life. We're, in, we're looking outside at a beautiful view in London at a rainbow podcasting. We couldn't be here without See, our... Seeing the chimneys that they got six-year-old British little urchins to clean because they, they were small. They did. <laughs> they did. And it that was got a, the Victorians knew knew everyone had their place in Victorian everyone had, life. Everyone had their place. <laughs> oh, anyway, those tiny little arms they could get up there. Thank you all for your support, and thank you again to our podcast network, Acast, who invited us out to to speak to the podcast show, which you've already missed. So <laughs> anyway, y'all have a great week. We'll see you next week. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to. Um, but until next time we talk to you, we'll be back in the United States. In the oh, in the new country. In the so, new world. Come see us. Live shows are coming up in two weeks. If you haven't gotten your tickets now, what two are you weeks. doing? Two, two and a half weeks. We're going out on tour. Two and a half weeks, yeah. Yeah. That just scared me. Uh, it did. <laughs> You scared me. You scared me. Well, Y'all get your tickets me. now because they're gonna. Some of them are going quickly. All right, but until Cranky. then, we'll talk to you next time. We'll be in the United States, but until then, everyone, anchors again. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 